ST-321, code clearance blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK. We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this. Good evening and good afternoon everybody. We are back for another episode of Code Clearance Blue and I'm of course joined today by my co-pilot, James. How are you? How was your bank holiday? Yeah, it was good. Thanks, mate. It was pretty good. Very busy. Um, lots of football, a few beers, went to the cinema. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's was, it was pretty good, keeping the kids entertained as well. So I even saw yourself, didn't I? Yep. We had a little trip to the cinema on Friday, took the kids to uh, a nice little romance film, <laughs> as uh, one of them described it. Too much romance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my older one thought it was too much romance. He didn't like it. So I won't show, be showing him uh, Attack of the Clones quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> the love story to end all love stories, that yeah. film. <laughs> the rolling around. We were talking about the other day how uh, Princess Leia's mummy died. I said, oh, broken heart. What, you can break your heart? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's not literally. But I opened up a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> So like, well, in the end, really, Darth Vader killed him. Killed her. Darth Vader. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Darth Vader or Anakin? Who? Yeah, it just. Yeah, oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. Is Darth Vader a robot? <laughs> just watch the film, or maybe when you're a little bit older, and you don't get nightmares of Anakin burnt to death <laughs> or near death. Hell. <laughs> So yeah, just kept opening all these cans of worms, mate. And George Lucas is, you know, sitting on his pile of money. He doesn't have to deal with all these questions every day, do you know what I mean? Serious questions. Yeah. Serious questions, they are. If, any, <clears throat> if anyone was interested, the uh, the film we went to watch was Elemental, by the way. Yes, Elemental. And it was, um, yeah, Paolo Zeldis thought there was too much romance in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was good level. It was Pixar romance, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's good. good. But we're um, going to start talking about part two, I think, because we we covered part one last week, and we thought we'd cover part two before part three. Yeah, I mean, it's it, you know, it's it sounds like a pretty good idea to try and do things in uh, in sequence, <laughs> chronological. <laughs> we could do part four and then go back to one. Chronological <laughs> is exactly the word I was trying to filter through to, to my mouth, but I couldn't get it out. Couldn't quite get there. No, I'm a little bit. I'm a bit hungover. To and like, whilst we're recording this, I'll be honest. So uh, do forgive me if I if I get anything wrong or whatever. But uh, um, get those letters. Get those letters, mate. I'll keep that fire burning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Although I just I was just talking to my eldest um, on the phone before we jumped on here. Um, and I didn't really realise that she didn't know that that we did this podcast because I was just she was like, "What are you up to tonight?" And I said, "Oh, I'm like me and Paolo are going to do podcast recording soon." And she got really intrigued by it. Um, and until the fact I said, "Oh, it's mostly we talk about Star Wars," and then she went, "Oh," she said, <laughs> "She said, she said, tell your friend Paolo um, that Harry Potter is better than Star Wars, and it always will be." Uh... So I had to pass that message on. I've never seen it. No, not missing much. No, I've not <laughs> she, seen it. She, um, do you know they brought out those films that kind of deal with the story, like before, like Johnny Depp's in it and all that. Have you seen? Do you know? Yeah, she basically she said, "Oh, uh, we're watching, we're watching this um, Harry Potter film downstairs, but it's not really Harry Potter. It's a bit of a rip off." And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, they're using the same sort of spells and things. And there's like a budget Tom Riddle. And I was like, oh, is it the Fantastic Beasts? And she went, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's just a rip off, complete rip off. <laughs> and I, I, I said, I said, do you, do you know the word prequel? And she went, no, what's that? And I said, well, basically it's a story that happens before all the Harry Potter ones. So it's like setting like further back in the past. 
And she just like went silent for a few seconds and she just went, no, Dad, it's just a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work it out and nah, it's just a rip-off. It's just a rip-off. They're doing the same spells and everything, but like Harry Potter's not even in it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are there anyway, any um, little yeah. characters that go up that sort of, you know, like The Hobbit, like obviously there's some characters in The Hobbit that are in sort of the main Lord of the Rings. Is there like Dumbledore or people like that? Are they in the... So my... my yeah, yeah, my limits, my limited knowledge of it, I think Dumbledore is in it as like a young... It's like he's like a yeah. young man. Like a um, young Yoda. And, Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't think he's quite as old, but yeah. Um, and Tom Riddle, I might be right in saying, is um, turns out to be Voldemort in the right. Harry Potter story. So, so yeah. So it's basically like all that sort of shenanigan. I think Johnny Depp was only in the first couple because it, when he had all that hoo ha with Amber Heard and they went to court. They um they dropped him out of the I think they recast him because they were like, oh, we can't be seen to be associated with like a, a, a like an alleged wife beater or whatever. Mm. So they changed the the cast. I think Jude Lord's in it as well. Jude Lord's in it. Yeah, well. Jude Lord's in it, yeah. It's from yeah. the poster. There we so, go. That's our not well, that's my knowledge anyway, limit of Harry Potter and the Beasts. <laughs> Now you're making up your own ripoffs. Now. Yeah, I know Mary Potter and the Philosopher's Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a link. <laughs> oh no, I totally ripped that off from a really good comedy show. But yeah, that's that's, that's a great one. That's a good and one. And then they go through the next video. Like, oh, Lord of the Rings. Nah, it's the real one. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, part two. I didn't have a little chuckle to myself when I saw the title Toil and Trouble. I thought Trouble and Strife, Toil and Trouble. There's something going on there. There's something there. There might be some sort of like rolling pin bash around the head and all that. <laughs> yeah. Trouble and Strife, part two. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, Toil and Trouble. Um, yes. So obviously the first thing we see is, oh, Sabine's all right. Yeah. Well, she's in hospital, but I mean, yeah, yeah. she's uh, she's she's okay. She's okay. So that was a uh, add that to the the list of fake out deaths within the Star Do you Wars think universe. When they were writing it, obviously that was a massive cliffhanger. Her getting sabred in part one, mm. and then they must have known that they're going to do a double whammy launch. So then you're like, oh, we've done this big cliffhanger, and then people just press go and <laughs> you know what I mean like if you're able to wait a week then you're like oh did she survive or didn't she yeah it's a good point but as we discussed um, in the last episode of Code Clearance Blue they kind of ruined it anyway with the marketing didn't they yeah, yeah so yeah. I don't think many people would have been seriously sitting there for a week if they had to thinking oh I wonder if she's alive or she's dead she's still alive or not yeah yeah because I think knowing I... them that because I think they've started releasing episodic promos for pop for number three already. Okay. I saw a glimpse on Twitter, yeah, so I had to scroll quickly because I saw Ahsoka part three. You know what I mean? It's, oh, my God, you're just trying it already. You know, like trying to spoil shit for us. Yeah. They're determined, aren't they? I haven't, uh, to be honest with you, I've not seen anything like that this this week. Twitter's getting quite clever. I'm sorry, X is getting quite clever. Uh, um, see what you did there serving yeah because we've had complaints keep <laughs> <laughs> on it x.com but if you go to twitter.com it still goes to twitter.com so just saying <laughs> um, um, well yeah I must have been fortunate enough not to see see anything yet then I mean at time of recording the episode drops here in like five and a half hours so feel like I've done all right in that respect. But yeah, it does seem like they're... But although, mind you, you said you were quite thingy about... You were quite um, happy with the fact that they did that for Andor, like, every week, though, like, a little sort yeah, of Yeah, like... but for some reason, it didn't feel like a spoiler. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
you know, can you imagine if they showed a bit of the Death Star bit at the end, you know? Or then they'll just show a little bit of that. Or, or you know, when they sort of jump off, or, I don't know, like, all that, you know, the, the big prison break. Mm. But even though I've just quickly come on YouTube, and even on YouTube, they've got the official clip. I've not pressed it. Loaded one hour ago. So they've already got a massive 30 sec- 35 second clip on there. Oh, wowzer. Next step. So, you know. So you're like, oh, man. You know. Um, anyway, we should move on and talk about the actual. Uh, yeah, so she didn't. She's obviously in the hospital and she's fine and everything's fine. And Yeah, but it's fine. not really fine, is it? It's not really no, fine because she lost the map. Fine. She's she lost, lost the map. Yeah. She lost the most important thing. And then not only did she lose the map, she lost the backup. This is why you always this is why you always back up the backup. You always back up to the cloud, don't you? <laughs> you know, you can't keep it local on the hard drive, and that's the only that is the reason why. Yes, because you never know when some rogue renegade <laughs> droid is gonna come and smash up your yeah, USB. <laughs> Especially when you're a, a wanted woman. On five systems. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, um, yeah, like if she uploaded it to the cloud, old uh, matey boy Hawaii could have just like downloaded it onto his head or whatever. Yeah. Been yeah, like, here yeah. we go. Um, and then we, I think we move when they do have the map, um, the bad the bad guys, they sort of go to, which is quite an interesting looking planet. Yes, I believe um, it's called CETOS. I think that's right. Um, and again, like, just got very strong design vibes, kind of akin to, like, the Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor computer games that have come out recently. Um, so it does seem like they're sort of, like, trying to knit all these things kind of together um, so that they do feel like they're from the same place if you know what i mean yeah you know i mean just so that there's little links here and there to like make sure that it's all because back in the old days we just had three films and they we knew they were all star wars with the same characters and that was it so yeah it's quite easy but now that it's like a bit more unwieldy isn't it because you've got tv shows and you've got comics and you've got computer games and more films come out and da 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 so yeah like i like that it was pretty good and that was where she um morgan Showed a bit of a night sister power, wasn't it? A little bit of bit of power, yeah. That's cool. We're sort of, um, yeah, sort of going to this sort of astrology look as well, wasn't it? Going back, to, I think I was a little bit later when I think they go and get her first, but um, but yeah, you know, like sort of that kind of look uh, where we see the different sort of planets and moons and things. But I think Ahsoka then goes back to. Does she go back to the house, the tower? Yeah, well, just just before we get to that, I remember, um, I remember seeing that, like, like when she um, opened the map, like the whole sort of like half circle came up, came over, didn't they? And like, yeah, yeah, those of people thought that was like the that it was going to be the world within worlds thing that was <laughs> in um, uh, Rebels. Um, but it turns out it's not. I think it's just like something to do with that actual place using the map. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I don't know if you noticed or not, but when Balin looked up to the sky, very faintly, you could see one of them hyperspace whales go past. I don't know if you noticed it. Oh, I didn't notice that. No. Yeah. So, like in, at the end of um, Rebels, like when Ezra and Thrawn get carried off into the into the unknown like these whales were like they're like creating the the hyperspace lane mm. um and so what they're saying is and like i'm sure you picked up on it but if you didn't like they're saying that basically they're both trapped in a complete other galaxy which is not yeah like the star wars one basically that we all know so it sounds like they're trying to expand expand it out to have like a completely fresh new galaxy that maybe in the future they can like base stories in or whatever. It's <laughs> infinite, isn't it? <laughs> Just infinite TV series. It's going to be mental, isn't it? Do we need another galaxy? God, blimey. I mean, everyone's it's, getting annoyed. It's a big galaxy already. 
I know, but everyone's getting annoyed that Tatooine pops up every other episode. You know? True, true. He's got to pop up in this, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. He's got to go. I know, I know, man. You know, I know Mandalorian. His name's Robert. She's got. <laughs> <laughs> Is she going to go? She's going to go and visit old Luke in his his hut, surely. Yeah, well, today because you know my, I, I'm on a bit of a roll with Return of the Jedi and mm. you know sort of the Jabba Palace scene. I cracked open an episode of Boba Fett with the twins on. Oh. Yeah, you know when the twins come to visit Boba Fett and give him the rancor. Oh yeah. Present. Yeah. Because obviously that has a lot of characters in it that you know are in Jedi. You know, obviously we've got rancor in there. We've got you know not only one slug, we've got two. <laughs> yeah, the twins, and then there's a barrage of questions, but. Yeah, he wanted to keep watching that, and then obviously he loves he loves like cars and bikes. That popped the mods as well in that episode. I'm like, oh, was he loving it? Like, yeah, he's like, I'm the blue one. I like the blue one. So there's Bob's audience. There you go. Then, needs... then we thought it was us, but it's not. It's, it's uh, four year olds. It's the four year olds, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that was very good. Well, but yeah, I think the book of Boba Fett, like, it might grow old gracefully, maybe, and like make the younger audience, like as they get older, will like maybe carry it in a bit more of like high esteem, maybe. You know but... what? Like a lot of Star Wars, when I was watching it today, I thought this is not actually that bad. You know what I mean? Like it, it. You know them racing around, sort of. I think was it Mos Espa they're in. Mm. Um. It wasn't that bad. It was it was all right, you know. I think at the time it was just a little bit, oh, you know, these kids, oh, look at them, they're a bit crazy. But, yeah, I think the one thing I do just take out, he should have just kept his helmet on a lot more. Yeah. Because that's what was so awesome about him in Empire, you know. He just looked, you know, that stance where he just sort of puts his hand over his gun. You know, that's enough, isn't it? That's, that's and when enough. he does that, when he does that, he comes out and you see him, like he's, he looked great, you know. So I think it just should have been more like that. Anyway, we kind of he knows he knows ready for action when he does that hand movement. Yes, he's ready. He's ready, he's ready. to go. Um, just before we get move on from Cetos though, as well, I, one thing I picked up when I watched it again, um, when did I, I think it was yesterday. Um, I noticed in the first episode they were like. To Shin, they were like, right, go go to um, Lothal and like get the map. And then in this episode, it was like, Shin, go to Corellia and make sure the ship gets out okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like she's always being sent like quite yes. conveniently to the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that as well. Like he must have been hanging around for quite a while. You know, right, we're here. Tell tell we've got the map. Go get Morgan. Oh fucking hell, it's the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> you know. I'll wait here. There's not even a coffee shop or anything. She's like there. No, there's nothing there, no. She's like the uh she's like the Didier Deschamp of like horse <laughs> yeah. users. Do you know what I mean? Does all the heavy lifting and the boring stuff. Just to go around and get these people. <laughs> um yeah, so they um I think it was just the two of them, wasn't it, at first? And then Morgan comes a little bit later, but and does that's right magic, yeah. That's um, right, yeah. That's pretty cause... cool. I'm, I'll, I'll be looking forward to a bit more of the sort of Daphomir Night Sister stuff if they, yeah, that would people. be really good to sort of get that going as well, won't it? Because it's been mentioned a few times here and there. Yeah, definitely. And then, as you say, Ahsoka goes to um, Sabine's gaff, and. Uh, I noticed again. Oh, I noticed it the first time, but it was good to see it again. Like she was using the force echo power to like kind of pick up on exactly what happened. Um, you yeah. know, like she could, she could hear the voices and stuff because she was like reaching out. Um, and again, you do you do that in Jedi Fallen Order as well. Um, and I presume the sequel. I haven't played it yet. But, um, like, and it's like a power that you use, and you can you. Um, you find these things dotted around the game and it gives you like a, an echo of like something that has happened in that vicinity. And it kind of links to like 
even the mission that you're doing or something that happened there that kind of just like gives it a bit more color and, and sort of history or whatever. So it's quite quite nifty to see that. And I don't think we've seen that in live action before, have we? I don't think. I don't think so, no. Not in that way, anyway, not in that manner. No, no. no. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, I noticed she didn't feed the cat. I know that cat cat's cat's in it quite a lot, isn't he? Yeah. But just not doing much. Just hungry. Just hungry, yeah. Just sort of took that droid on, took his head and got out of there. Yeah, that was that was lucky, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then and then takes it back to Sabine. Sabine tries to override the head. Um, and then I think is that where Corella comes up? Corella, Corella Deville. We talking about? Corella, yes, sorry. Corella. They're planning to take a hundred and one Dalmatians and make yeah. it. We must stop them. Corella Deville, <laughs> Captain Corella. That's when Captain Corella comes up. Captain Looking for, for looking for that bloody lost mandolin. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that lost Han Solo's home. Um <laughs> uh yeah, so I think all I remember from that is sort of the head sort of nearly exploding and the droid having a bit of a meltdown. Yeah, because he was like, It's gonna it's gonna overheat, you must shut it down, shut it down. Those droids are so bloody negative, aren't they? <laughs> It was gonna, it was gonna blow up. I think. Yeah, it was. It was gonna go. He did. He yeah, did, he was actually correct. He was correct, yeah. but she managed to just get that little bit of um information out about Corellia. Yes, Corellia, and Corellia. she was That's like, Corellia. she was. They were just like, right? There's like, like apparently Morgan had like you know business, business ventures on there and everything, and have they been taken down? And Hera's just like, uh, don't know. Best check it out. Mm. So that's all right. So surely Good someone should have found that. Yeah, it's great to go back there. Yeah, it's brilliant. Brilliant. I like that. Um, I, I I did laugh again. I've laughed twice now at the bit where um, when Hawaii's like, oh, like if you overheat the head, it's gonna like explode. And Sabine's like, oh, I reckon I can do it. Uh, and like they're like, oh, we're running out of time. And then Hera's just like, yeah, I think the time's now. You should do it right now. And he's like. Because you're a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> he's quite <laughs> funny, isn't he? Like, he's got that bit of droid sense of humour. Definitely. That we get from, like, someone like K2. <laughs> um, is probably, I think is definitely the funniest. Obviously, R2-D2's very sarky with yeah. his leaps. And 3PO with his sort of double act. But 3PO obviously doesn't do it, whereas K2... Definitely, he's got something about him. This this guy seems to be in the middle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's got a very dry sense of humour, but like yeah. he's not quite not quite as caustic as K two, but definitely no. funnier than Freaky. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, so they decide to to, to jet off to Corellia then, which is uh, like you say, it's good to see it again. Um, and they meet old uh, businessman, the business. Yeah. <laughs> Geezer that runs has got the clipboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you have a feeling there was something up with him or did you just think he's been a bit jobs worthy? I th- I just thought he was being a bit jobs worthy, to be honest. I didn't really, th- I, I thought if anything was going to be going on, like he wouldn't know about it and he'd be just as shocked sort of thing. Sure, sure. Because yeah. he had quite a good, like when they were asking him questions and he was like giving them the, the backstory to it all and that I was he, he sounded mm. quite convincing and everything so I was like I think he's all right but there might be shenanigans going on behind the scenes um but obviously that wasn't the case so no that was I mean that was good yeah like I don't know if correct me if I'm wrong if you remember when we saw it in solo was it always in the dark was it always sort of nighttime when he had that big sort of driving scene um, when Solo had that scene at the beginning, and that was all quite dark, wasn't? It? Did we ever see the planet in sort of bright daylight like that? It was it the beginning of Solo is in is at night time, um, yeah. for for sure. And I think I back, when he when he goes time. to see um, uh, what's her name? Props? No, it's not Lady 
Was it Lady Proxima? That was, yeah, the sort of octopusy thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, yeah, that that's was her name, underground. isn't it? Yeah, that is her name, yeah. Yeah. That was sort of um, underground, though, wasn't it? That was underground, and it was shot very blue as well, so it looked very yeah. dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think the the speeder chase later on like is more in the daytime. So you do you do get to see you do get to see bits and pieces, but like not really any major like establishing shots or anything because it's a speeder chase. Obviously, everything's like yes. buzzing around quite quick in it. So um, yeah, I don't think we I don't I don't think we get to see it in that much detail. But in this, we kind of do like because they went wending their way through, aren't they? And like looking at different um, platforms and obviously like sub sub divisional bits where think like hangars and garages and all that sort of stuff so um yeah that was pretty cool um and uh yeah he's, he's basically giving them a cock and ball story um and just i really liked hera in in these things she i thought she was great where she was just she was like pushing it when she she was like no i don't think you're turning something i don't think something's all right quite but you would expect sort of to come from the jedi a little bit more you know so because she'd probably pick it up a bit more but no, yeah, Hera was like having none of it. Well, yeah, yeah, but she's like a general. Like they're all supposed to be yeah. the alliance, aren't they? So yeah, when yeah. he's like, "Oh, this is classified information," she's like, "She got." Oh, she, she's, she's like, "I'm a general. Nothing's classified to me." Yes, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, and all that, and it's like, hold on a minute, there's some smell. There's something afoot. Mm. Um, and then I think around about that time we do go back then to see Morgan unlock the map and we see our sort of lovely galaxies and planets and things. Mm. And then I remember sort of the end of that scene, sort of our two freelancers having a quick chat about what does this mean? And I think it was like a new war, a new beginning for some. Yes. Which was quite intriguing. Yeah, it was. Actually, that might have been where you see the hyperspace whale. I might have got confused. Yeah, I think that was because she was all open there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, though that was that was really in, intriguing. Like, so if 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 what he wants is more power, that's dangerous because obviously that's what Palpatine is all about. When you think about it. So, mm-hmm. if that's his desire to become even more powerful, then he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put himself into check a little bit because that he could really have a fall from grace. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all he's interested in, you know. It's not money. It's not. It's not the money that they're getting per se for, like helping Morgan and stuff. It's like, what what reward will we get from Thrawn? Yes, Shin's Shin's Shin ain't got no clue, has she? She's just no, like she's just she's like his Padawan, and that's it. Like, yeah, yeah, she's pretty good at the old lightsaber. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's she's again he sends her off, doesn't he? So, like you said, he's like, uh, yeah, go to go there and sort sort it out. And... <laughs> Don't he, doesn't he say like go what's the third the third one with them oh Maroc Maroc yeah yeah uh, Maroc goes with them I think and because um, we don't see much of Maroc do we but that's could be quite an intrigue because obviously he's got some sort of uh, lightsaber as we as we see a little bit later on yeah well he looks like he looks like an inquisitor doesn't he yeah like one of them inquisitors. So, who, who do you think might be underneath him? Well, this is a big is speculation. Gonna be, is this going to be a little sort of sideswipe? Is this where Jimmy Smith comes into it? <laughs> <laughs> Guest appearance. <laughs> Bayo Organa is an inquisitor. <laughs> they finally got him, mate. That would be a, that would that would be the biggest twist ever. I think. Yeah, that or more Mothma. <laughs> <laughs> After all these years, brilliant. She was a double double agent. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, wouldn't it be amazing if it was Ezra?" But oh, right, yeah. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that's no. That's not the story, good. is it? Nah. Some that's people are saying, um, like in the credits, it says that um, Sam Whitwer is like did some um, additional voices, right. Um, and he also um, did the voice for um, Starkiller, which is a character in uh, the Force Unleashed computer game. Do you remember that one? I remember the Force Unleashed. Yeah, I never played it though. Okay, so the main, so the main character in that was a um, guy called um, Starkiller, and he was um, Darth Vader's secret apprentice. 
Ah. Yeah, which is pretty cool, like pretty good um, story thing, I think. Um, but anyway, you play as him and he, like, he goes around doing missions on behalf of like Vader and stuff. But then at the end, at the end, the Emperor finds out and um, basically you have to choose between either like going after Vader or trying to take the Emperor down. And whatever you choose, like it gives you that that kind of ending or whatever. But um, okay. so some people are saying, oh yeah, like he's gonna like he's gonna um, if he's doing the voice, it could be Star Killer that's like under the helmet. But then they haven't done that with any of the other characters. Like they haven't used um, Ashley Eckstein to do a Soper's voice. Do you know what I mean? Sure. For example, so. I don't know. Starkin, that's so good. He had, the, he had the bass name after him. I know, right? That's how much of a legend he is. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. That's where they've taken a bit of the old stuff. And but he, um, Whitworth also did the voice of um, Maul in Solo, and because okay. he did it in because he did it in the Clone Wars as well. Um, so yeah, people just sort of putting two and two together and. Double, double lightsaber. He did have a double lightsaber. Yeah, he did. He did. But like, he didn't even talk though. So like, why no. are people saying, oh, it's got to be because of because Sam Witt was like listed in the credits. It's like, he could have just done some like background voices for whatever. He could have done, yeah. There's plenty of droids and things. But um, yeah. So, but I mean, you know, it's good to speculate. But yeah, I mean, it's good to speculate to see who's under it, underneath it. Yeah, definitely. I'll just... um. Could be no one, you know, just another yeah. force sensitive. I, I really like the bit where, um, like he when he like lost his saber at her and she does, yeah. and then like, away. yeah, and then like the way she just does the little faint as he like pulls it back onto the ship. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that is a really good bit. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think after that bit is when we start seeing her approaching, um, and that's when we see the big wide shots. Mm. which is really good yeah that was good I also so like the bit where where she got the droid as well and they like they kind of ran it through but she was like holding on to it so it was like a like a barrier between them and she was still like trying to hack him over the top mm. thought that was pretty pretty nifty as well like that um and then we got we got Hera and uh Hera and Chopper going up into yeah. the white blue yonder so, so, sort of the escape wasn't it well, I suppose but before that, is that when they found out that was found out that these guys were working for the Empire before they escaped? Yeah, because they kept asking questions, didn't they? And then that yeah. that um that um uh, droids sort of started saying, "Oh, yeah, we had like uh, one of those assassin droids was here like only a few days ago and stuff." And, yeah, yeah. And started like basically dropping them all in it, and then like you could see like the people sit, sitting at getting the computers were getting a bit twitchy. That yeah, yeah. like reach, reaching for their holsters and stuff, and then yeah, they just completely blew their cover, and obviously they all got taken down. And, the, and the there business... was that one guy who did say, "Long live the Empire." Yes. Did you hear him say that? Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was really uh, good. But yeah, no, I like that scene. I, that was a nice little twist. Mm. That they were actually still making weapons for somebody that's not the Republic, and then obviously that's when Ahsoka sees um, the Inquisitor and has a little sort of battle yes. with him. That's right, and I also like that scene because it does it does go to prove that um, you know it isn't it isn't just the fact that they got rid of the Emperor and the second Death Star and everything's hunky dory. It's like no, no, it's it's going to take like absolute years and so much time to like actually eradicate like their presence and like put in a, a new government and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I thought that was uh, very good. Um, and you know, the, the, the simple fact that no one actually had checked if that um, part of the, the planet had been like completely um stopped in terms of like like just having sort of independent contractors running them or whatever and who they're mm. affiliated to and it's like yeah because these things you know it's, it probably is a lot of red tape and you know one person didn't go there on one day just to go and check it all out and stuff and they've just taken advantage of it and you know what i mean 
it's just yeah. like a nice little way to show that. Well, it was very famous for building lots of um, stuff for the for the um, for the empire, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we know about Solo and getting being recruited and stuff there, but in his younger days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then yeah, then 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 like you said, that's when we see Chopper and as they're sort of chasing after that other ship. Yes, that's when the old tracker comes into play. Tracker. Tracker. Beep, beep. Um, beep, beep. It was sort of intercut, wasn't it, with a fight, I think. Yes, it was, which yeah. Was really good, which was a really good fight because obviously he extended his lightsaber to a nice double. She's got a couple going on anyway. Yeah. So it's quite a different fight than what we usually would see. Yeah, no, it's decent. The sheer amount of lightsabers. <laughs> Two people and four. Four blades. It's almost as if, uh, like, if you squinted and, and blurred your eyes, it was General Grievous could have been there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, old Grievous with his, <laughs> with his huge collection. Oh yes, glad you said collection and not anything else. Yeah, um, um, yeah, it was a good little scene. I thought because it's sort of intercutting, isn't it? Yeah, that's good, and there's a good bit of banter between Hera and Chopper. Yeah, yeah, sort of there is, why, yeah, yeah. You know, why I touch your stuff and all that and make sure you, you get it on you get it on target this time and all that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Pilot and asteroid droid. <laughs> he means astro mech. That's shown, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> asteroid droid. Asteroid droid. What's that? A droid made out of rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh, um dear. Shin, so so they managed to get the tracker on, and then like later on when they're on Morgan's ship, like Shin does the classic Star Wars line of "There's no way they'd be able to track us." Yeah. Little did they know. Oh yes. That Chopper lays a nice little egg. <laughs> As they, it was a good manoeuvre. I mean, it was a lovely manoeuvre where she sort of drives, sort of flies up, does a sort of flip over. Mm. He chucks the the tracker, and then straight into hyperspace. I mean, it was a good little maneuver. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. As as far as placing the tracker goes, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, considering usually, considering hair. Just, is, yeah, go on. Sorry. Usually, it's just someone just chucking it. Well, I mean, to be fair, Chopper did chuck it. He did chuck it, but it's usually just someone chucking it as as the ship's flying off. Yeah. True. Whereas he's had a little bit of acrobatic sort of manoeuvre. The hero couldn't really lean out the window and no. try. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, that was no, good. good. Yeah, it's good little. And then that was a good, good block, good block of action. Yes, it was. It was. And then it, the final scene is literally them on Morgan's ship, isn't it? Of talking, I think. Yeah, well, I think we go back to. Oh no, Sabine! Sabine gets Sabine, her yeah, gets armor her out. Oh, gets her armor back out. Obviously, That's it. cat in hand. That's it. Um, and and she says, doesn't she? Like, uh, like I'm ready. And then, like earlier in in the episodes, like Hera's like, how do you know when, you know, like when 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 to take on an a, an apprentice or whatever? And she's like, oh, you just know, you just know when they're ready. Mm. So do they, sort of thing. So it's like it's quite good. She chopped her hair off, didn't she? Yeah, she had a little haircut, and um, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good uniform in real life. You know, I mean, I know it's good in in Rebels, but it was, um, yeah, you forgot how much she sort of wore it as well, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you, yeah. She did. That's why I thought in the first episode she was going to slip it on, like just before the, the big fight. But I suppose it was quite good that she didn't. She just went yeah. full Jedi at that point and just got the lightsaber out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just went the other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's pretty good. So obviously that, and that she calls she calls her apprentice. No, she calls her Padawan, doesn't she? As they mm. jump into hyperspace and in, like off to. Go and find the hyperdrive. Yeah. So that's so that's obviously we're starting we're starting down that road now, which is um pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
so actually people are saying that this is going to be a really short episode this episode three so well this one was only about 30 odd 38 5 38 minutes was it i thought it was 40 yeah. something yeah i'm not including the credits oh yeah because credits usually go on for about 10 minutes, don't they? But yeah, classic credits. Yeah, in all the different languages. But yeah, I think definitely when she's looking at Ezra on the wall with the um, the illustration of Rebels, mm. uh, her with her short hair, Ahsoka comes around, right? You ready? Yeah. And she just looks a bit more, yeah, she's got a gear on. And yeah, nice, you know, it's like nice haircut. Thanks. And then yeah. Go. Let's have it. So it feels like a bit more an adventure now. Yes. Because we don't really know what's going to happen. No, that's it. And then, like, obviously, the last scene was like the hyperdrive getting put into position above um, CTOS and like they're on Morgan's ship. And then, yeah. It was quite interesting, actually, that little conversation because she was like, you're going to have to like stop Ahsoka, basically. And he's like, he's like, it'd be a shame to kill her because there's not many Jedi left. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, mm, okay. Mm, is there a twist? I liked, um, I'll tell you what I did like about that when they're, because obviously they are um, uh, the sort of holograms, aren't they? Mm. But they've got a different texture to them. Did you notice? I did notice that because I thought, oh, they look a bit like, Weird compared to like the holograms we're like, used classic. to. Yeah, I mean, even Hera, like earlier on, she just had a classic looking one, whereas them two had this sort of nice wavy texture around them, and I don't look very different. Mm, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Um, yeah, when he says to kill her will be a shame, um, and then she says sentimental. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, and then I think she looked at another map. Obviously, we need to look at more maps. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it was a good ending. I think felt that okay. Right now, this is we're gonna get going now. Yeah, I think so. We're gonna get going. Um, we've we've done our introductions to everybody. Um, let, let's let's go now. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We're going to be at the races because obviously they're going to get to CTOS and they're going to be trying to open up, open up the pathway. Um, so yeah, hopefully by episode f- maybe four, we might actually get a bit of thrown action. Maybe yeah, potentially. He's um, definitely on a bridge of some kind, isn't he? He's definitely in a ship of some kind. Yeah, unless that's after they've got him back, maybe. Yeah, after or flashback. Before, mm. I don't know. Just to give us a little bit of a... Yes. Yeah, no, that's going to be very, very interesting. I can't I can't wait. I mean, part of me is kind of like wanting to stay up because it's only four hours away now. True. That's True. time. We are recording this Tuesday evening in the UK, yeah. so it is sort of near time. Kind of is, but yeah, I've just I'll probably maybe go to bed early and set your alarm earlier. Hmm. Maybe what like go to bed for like three and a half hours and then get up and then watch it and then go maybe like to three o'clock. Yeah, three or four o'clock. That seems I'm up at five anyway, so I'll be I'll be tuning in on my own. Do you keep your lightsaber by the bed just in case he comes in and, and does like a an old Luke to Kyle, like to Ben Solo sort of thing. Like, well, he's now got a new one. He's got these, these, these sort of new ones, which are like cheaper, basically cheaper, smaller ones, but they've got like the handles are sort of different characters. So oh, right. He's got one of Boba Fett. Um, and it has like, and you can just swipe it out. It's not, it doesn't light up or anything. It's just got a bit of three bits of plastic, you know, that classic three plastic. Yeah. You know, as they go, but yeah, he, that's actually a bit more his size. But you get, yeah, yeah, they're the Soka ones, they're different, sort of like different themed ones, but they're a lot cheaper than your classic. But they've obviously, got classic lightsabers as well. It's just the double lightsabers, fucking massive, <laughs> <laughs> considering how big they are. Yeah, and so they end up just hitting everything. I just one second, 
My youngest got this for his birthday. I know, I know, no one else can see it, but it's not yeah. an official. It's not an official one or anything, but it's a proper like double ending. Double, and it does light yeah. up. It's pretty nifty. Yeah, yeah. He enjoys getting it out for a uh, a little whack about now and again. That's it. You can't beat a lightsaber, I don't think. Well, you can. You just have to make sure you've got one to defend yourself with. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. But yeah, though you asked whether Boba Fett had the lightsaber or or when he went, I went no. He went, has he got a gun? Yeah, he's got a gun. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> glad, glad we got that out of the way. Nice, nice. I'm always um, wary to I'm always wary to say gun to my youngest. I always try and call it a blaster. True, true. He he, yeah. he brought it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, tell me about all the weapons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, yeah, I think um at three we should get up early, have a little okay. watch. It's only half hour. I've got to be out of the house about half eight tomorrow, so I think I might get up about seven ish. Yeah. Have a shower, get re- get dressed and everything, and then maybe watch, watch it. Watch it on the telly, yeah. Yeah, watch it on the telly, yeah, definitely. Because I definitely feel because both of us had to watch it quite late last week. And that sort of I tried to squeeze it in during the day and I managed to squeeze in episode one, but then they started bothering me. <laughs> um, so I was like bollocks I'm going to watch the next one because obviously Sabine dies yeah <laughs> yeah um, and so I had to sort of wait for that which is which is not one thing I'm used to doing because obviously when we've had our chats in the past you're always quite busy on a Wednesday so um, you've always had to wait till the end of the day to watch it. And I've always tried, I've always had, could sneak it in at eight o'clock as soon as we all go to school type thing. But obviously we're in the holidays, it's a bit different. Well, this is um, it, mate. This is it. It's the holidays play merry havoc with, uh, with Star Wars viewing time. Yeah. <laughs> so, that. yeah, I think what, so what previous characters do we think we're going to see? Obviously we know Mon Mothma's coming up at some point on some sort of hollow because we've seen yeah. that. That's giving a bit of a giveaway. Um, do we think any Mandalorian type people we're going to see now she's a Mandalorian or mm. what about um, uh, what's her name for the Mandalorian as well those guys Bo-Katan and all that like. Bo-Katan because Bo-Katan's a bit of a good mate of Asaka is Asaka new Disney Plus series Masaka oh, we've got we've got Misaka we've got bloody Captain Carella God, that's my name. Corella Deville. Corella Deville. All over the place today. <laughs> Asteroids. Asteroid droid. Amazing. <laughs> Just, well, it's too late. Um, Yeah, do we think they're going to make an appearance? Um, Possibly. I think, uh, I mean, yeah, they might do, but the, the trouble is I think this is running... Timeline wise, it's running concurrent with Mando series four. So right. I don't know if they're off doing what they were doing that we've already seen, and these lot are doing what they're doing at the same time, or if it's like just slightly after, so that they could maybe get involved if Sabine put a call out for some help or something. Well, at the moment, they don't need help, do they? No, but if it does turn into a bit of a mini war by the towards the end of the series, they're going to need like if Mon Mothma's like being a little bit conservative and bit, and saying, oh, we can't really sort of like spare any like troops or anything. Like, yeah, maybe she'll put a call out to Bo-Katan and all that lot and we might see see a few of them. Well, we know that sort of happens because obviously that's what sort of happened to Mandalorian, didn't it? You know, he, Man, you know, Mando went to go and see them have a little meeting. Yeah. Um, well, it wasn't Mando, it was his mate from the Republic. Um, and then like, sorry, we just don't have the resources. So we do know that sort of, you know, happens. Yeah. That's their attitude towards it anyway. I mean, I, I wonder if they feel like they need to get Luke involved maybe because mm, obviously Shin's already been bested. I mean, Sabine's already been bested by Shin. So she's not going to learn enough, like, saber technique from now until the end of the series to, like really get the better of her on a on a one-to-one do you know what I mean like it's not enough time for her to learn more stuff so maybe Ahsoka's like 
get Luke involved. Yeah, we need some I mean? more Jedi. There's not many of them left. Yeah, there's there's not there's not going to be a or real shame. Or do you shame. think they change? Or do you think they change? They they might do it. They might do if if Thrawn maybe double crosses them by sort of dismissing them and saying no, I'm only interested in coming back, working with Morgan. We don't need you anymore. Whatever. Then they may yeah. they might change then. But then they might they might stay renegade and just literally like fight just for themselves against whoever's yeah. attacking them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They might help them out, but just because they're selfish, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Ultimately, he's, he's let he let a little glimpse in there, didn't he? Where he said, you know, power, like you can imagine, you know. So he's he's turned to the as as you can tell by his lightsaber. He's 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 getting there. He's getting. He's not quite the full red. No, but he's orange. No. You know what I mean? He's he's getting there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that might be just trying to think. Oh, we might see um, Zeb maybe. Yes, yes, he's the uh, one we haven't seen yet, but we have seen him. Obviously, we saw him at the bar. Remember? That's it, having a beer, having a pint. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen him in this year. So yeah, well there we go. Um, good. Well, good. Um, was there any more Star Wars news that you saw this week? Uh, I think it's all been pretty much. Twitter and well, from Twitter, it's just all been pretty much Ahsoka. Yeah, I saw um, literally um, just as I was booting up the laptop to to come on. Um, I noticed on on Twitter the official Star Wars account said that um, episode one of Ahsoka across the opening week has been viewed fourteen million times or something. Wow, so that's pretty good. Um, it's good, that's- isn't it? And that there was a few accounts, literally twenty four hours before that, um, there was like some like some outlet put that the first episode had only been watched one point two million times or something, and like some of these um, like filbert outlets um, like accounts or whatever were just like oh see Disney just ruining everything, no one's watching it, like crowing about it and being like oh it's, this is like great news and everything. And then it's like today, it's like oh, I've been watched fourteen million times actually, and they don't yeah, they yeah. don't say they don't say anything. Do you know what I mean? There's not a peep no, out. They can't quiet, don't they? Yeah, they can't, hack it. they can't hack it when they're when they're wrong. No, that's but it. That was good news. That was good news for good news for that. Um, I think we briefly touched on it in the last episode, but I said. Um, They've revealed that Mando series one and two are coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. So that'd be good. Everyone buy it, buy a copy, because then fingers crossed if it's popular, they'll do the other the other series as well. I think they also said that one uh One Division and Loki series one are gonna they're gonna do the same for that as well. Right, right. So they're they're obviously needing a little bit of Wonga because uh the old writer strike's going on still in it. So they're thinking, how can we make a bit of money? Yeah, I'm a bit concerned about that. Do you remember Just them things we used to sell called DVD? Yeah, we used to make a lot of money out of them. Yeah, like, why, why don't we do it again? <laughs> um, I've been trying to get the kids, obviously part of my propaganda, Star Wars propaganda you know, project, Yeah. Um, into the sort of the young Jedi adventures. Have you seen any of that stuff? Obviously, it's quite... Because they're quite into the young... Spider-Man adventures. I don't know if you've seen that on Disney Plus, where essentially they're these little kids, and you know, these different. And then you've got like a, you know, the Green Goblin up to his old tricks again. You know, and it's a little <laughs> bit like it's not as obviously as hardcore, but it's you know, but they, they really know all the characters. You know, they know like Green Goblin and Doctor Octopus and all this mm. stuff, or Doctor Octavia and all this kind of stuff. So I started trying to do the same young Jedi adventures, and the language is slightly a little bit. It's not their sort of young, simple language. It's, it gets still a bit complicated as well. Do you know what I mean? So I've been trying to get them. Anyway, I did see that there's a new sort of some more episodes coming up of that. That's the sort of news I saw this week. Um, I think on Twitter there's going to be more episodes of Young Jedi Adventures. But again, it's part of my sort of but propaganda, but... To be honest, like the one they really picked out was just because the Return of the Jedi, because obviously went to the cinema to see it, and maybe that's just my trick, you know. <laughs> you know, if there's any coming out to the cinema, I'll just force them to go. Yeah, and they'll like it and they'll want to watch that because of the familiarity of it. 
You know what I mean? Well, let me know as well because I'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When there's when there's something in the cinema. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I said just speaking about like um, old characters maybe popping up and stuff. Um, when I told you in the last episode about when I was watching the first episode and my youngest came in and I sort of kept like clocking him, like watching it and stuff when he didn't think I was like I'd notice. And um, that bit when they first go to Lothal and the yeah. governor is making a speech and he's like, oh, we're going to have like Sabine. Rent. Like in the background, there was like a few dignitaries wasn't there and stuff. And one of them was a, um, a Rodian. And um, my youngest piped up and just went, oh, look, that is Greedo. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's great. Yeah, I, t- I was so like, it's good that they uh, remember these. Um, just yeah, these random sort of characters and things, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, like he he says he's got no interest in it, but like, yeah, it's there. It's there. Just, the, yeah. the thing you know, he's been sort of uh, slowly dripping in subconsciously. <laughs> um. And I just one last thing to to end on. Um, I went to go and watch Oppenheimer today. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was it is three hours long, and it is mostly people just in rooms talking. So it did it did feel like a three hour film. Like it was never really boring. But like I just I, the first time I checked my the time, I think I was literally just under halfway through. And I felt I thought to myself, it's got to be at least two hours in, and it wasn't. So you know, it's a bit like that. But mm. um, there was one character in it who plays sort of like a, an aide to um, this guy who's like the head of the um, Atomic Energy Commission, played by Robert Downey Jr. And like, I kept looking at this guy, this aide, and I was just like, recognize him? Can't can't think of his name. And um, the film's chock full of like people that are like you, you know, sort of, you know, what I mean, like so many famous people in it. But I was like, kept coming back on, and I was like, I can't think who it is. And then in the credits, I was like, oh, there he is. It was young Han Solo. Ah, uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. I was I was sitting there. I was trying to picture his face in like any other sort of film, and I was like, "Yeah, he just couldn't quite, couldn't he's, quite." He's been well. It feels like he's been off the radar, hasn't it? Since it does actually clearly, clearly not. Yeah, it does a little bit to be fair. Um, but yeah, but I just uh, I was just like, "Oh, that's nice that he was in it." I mean, bloody Gary Oldman's in it as well. He's only in one scene. I see. Like, yeah, he plays a really really like. Well, he plays basically the president of the United States, but like I didn't clock it as him when he came on or anything. And then, then just in the credits at the end, I was like, bloody hell, Oldman was in it. He's in this great series called, I don't know if you, um, I've got Apple TV. Sorry, everyone, we're going off a bit kilter here, but uh, Slow Horses, have you ever seen that? No. It's, um, I've got Apple TV. When I got my new phone, they give you Apple TV Plus for like, you know, six months or something so i was like watching their series and um it's it's a great apparently i mean apparently the books are meant to be really really good and he's yeah it's a great series it's two two series and it's amazing really good it's essentially the this sort of like you've got mi5 and then you've got this slow horses they're called the slow horses division and essentially they just like people got chucked out of MI5, but they still have to sort of work for them. And they get like, right. they're the ones that have to go and go through people's bins and shit. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but Gary Oldman's this like bloke who just eats fish and chips and smokes in his office. And he sort of <laughs> runs, the, runs, the, runs the division. And Christian's, Christian Scott Thomas is sort of head of MI5 and she has to keep going to him. Like, because they're trying to find these Russians or something, you know what I mean? It's like really, you know, and because he was back, he was there in the Cold War days of an MI five agent. He knew a, a Russian agent, so he has to sort of come back in and <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good, really good. Right. I'd highly book, recommend it. I will bookmark it and, and see. So you have to have Apple TV Plus, which is another subscription based, yeah. you know. Um, but if they do a seven day free trial then it's worth getting okay just for that 
maybe they'll bring it out on DVD once they realise they're not going to be having any new shows coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. We have to try <laughs> and find some other revenue streams. <laughs> um, good. Well, thanks everyone for joining us again. We'll be back pretty soon with part three. Indeed. Considering it's only coming out in four hours' time. Beautiful. So whenever we're around um, to do that this week, we'll be doing another one. Um, yeah. Where we'll be seeing... Anakin's the false ghost. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Luke Skywalker and Jimmy Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest appearance by Organa. As as usual, you can find us on on Twitter slash X at UK Star Wars Pods. If you've got any queries or questions you'd like to for us to answer or anything you want to debate. Um, do hit us up and we'll, we'll we'll gladly get involved. Um, but yeah, nice one, Paolo. Good stuff. We'll have a happy week, everybody, and we'll speak to you very much in a few more a few days' time. Yes, may the force be with you all. Starting our approach, deactivate the security shield. Security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission. Stand by.